G'day guys, welcome back to the Couch Commentators podcast, the fastest growing podcast in the nation and some would say the world. Uh, as always, I've got Brandon and James here with me today. No Dan, so just the three of us, but we are here to talk all things sports. So sit back, enjoy. Uh, gentlemen, how have you been, James? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Had a had a good weekend. Uh, um, got through got a fair bit of golf. Uh, I played on the Friday. I don't know if anyone else wants to talk about what happened on the Saturday, but um, yes, yeah, good stuff. <laughs> All right, how about you, Brandon? Yeah, uh, not too bad. Uh, also played a bit of golf, which is crazy. Uh, with you two, oh, wow. <laughs> did you play any golf as well, Lucas? Oh, wait, I played a bit of golf on uh, Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, this is crazy. Uh, but no, I mean, yeah, good, good times. Uh, I paid my rego today, so I'm very poor, unfortunately. Yeah, how's that? Fucking car regos, like you, you own the car, but like you have to pay what a thousand dollars to drive it. Come yeah. on, it's proper fuckery. It's proper fuckery. <laughs> but yeah, that's all for me, mate. Yeah, well, how's this? I, well, a few years ago when I bought a Ute. I didn't realize you had to pay like a weight tax as well. Yeah. So the more your car weighs, the more you need to pay. That's ridiculous. Here I go paying like, you know, 550 bucks for registration of my old Mitsubishi Lancer. Then the government just goes and absolutely bends me over and gives me another 500 bucks on top of that because my car weighs a little bit more. <laughs> you know yeah, what? Yeah, she's I'd, fucked. I'd be happy to pay it if they fix the fucking potholes, mate. Yeah. That's all <laughs> that's I ask. <laughs> anyway, that's my little rant over. <laughs> So, guys, how about we head into the accountability? Now, this is becoming a, a very frequent occurrence here, the, uh, the old uh, Lucas's top tip losing. I apologize, guys. Um, you know, come the new racing season, obviously, um, the Autumn Carnival next year, I'll be, I'll be back and ready to go. But, yeah, Muramasa takes an L for me. I was in a bit of strife there on the, uh, on the bend uh, getting whipped at Caulfield. So, mm. what can what we did do? It come? Did it come last or...? Uh, honestly, dude, when, uh, I didn't watch. I, I seen, uh, it wasn't top four, so it's, uh, it's yeah, anywhere it's between basically the, last. Yeah, it's basically last. Yeah. <laughs> it basically last. But, um, Leachy's lock. Oh, mate, Leachy's lock. He goes bang. It's been a while. It had been maybe like three or four weeks since the, uh, top punter did top punting stuff. It's true. But, uh, yeah, picked a, a good horse in a shit race and uh, <laughs> overpass uh, flies home and absolutely decimates the field. So uh, it was good for me. Good, good win. Yeah. How good is that? What about uh, you, Jim's jam? What do you have for us, mate? Unfortunate. Uh, unfortunate. Lost in a photo, lost by about a nostril. So it wasn't like, like you, you could see that I lost. It was never going to be um, split, but um, yeah, just unlucky. Each way all day. Yeah. I, I, I think it wasn't paying that much. I, each because way. like five dollars, so it should have been each way. <laughs> That's all right. And then um, Dan, well, look, mate. Obviously, as you guys have seen recently, Dan loves his horse racing. Takes a lot of time into choosing his form, and uh, he went serpentine from the Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bot stable. And I will tell you once it finishes. <laughs> <laughs> Poor uh, James and Dan were in the same race, so <laughs> yeah. So uh, no good. <laughs> I tell you what, I didn't lose to serpentine. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, um. The horse racing multi with another L there. Yep. But um, I still feel like we've we, we've gotten closer in that than we did in our NRL anytime try scorer multi throughout the uh, NRL season. So, hundred percent. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Very surprising. Yeah. If only uh, there's a couple of times I think Dan yep. got here to uh, help himself, yeah. but uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he messed it up twice. <laughs> we, we, we all <laughs> nail like a four dollar winner, and there's Dan. You, you look at his <laughs> bet; it's like fucking thirteen dollars. Run second. <laughs> That's I was getting like part. $4 places, like picking something paying like $17 for a place. <laughs> I remember we had a good one earlier in the carnival. It was Kovalik at a uh, win. Yeah. He drew the widest barrier in the race. Uh, he was near last on the turn and just got done. It just <laughs> went down by like, you know, half a head. I couldn't believe it. It would have been an absolute punting story for Dan if that happened. Unfortunate. <laughs> Very. But um, look, we'll move on. Um, Spoke about golf and some things on the weekend, and we're going to continue with that. So we've got a bit of golf chat coming up here, boys. Now, um, look, Saturday, we played golf for our mate Brad's birthday. Um, shout out, Brad. Shout out. Shout out, birthday, Brad. We had um, had a cracker of a day, boys. Um, were you guys burnt still? or? <laughs> yeah, I've got a nice uh, healthy tan coming in. Mate, I'll tell you what, so have I. It's, of, it's getting there. Bit of a peel on the nose as well. Yeah. <laughs> well Tell you what, as someone who slip slop slapped, <laughs> yeah. also, also is always burnt, I haven't noticed a difference. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good. It wasn't so, an overcast day, hey? Well, that, that, that's the weird thing. Like, we teed off and it was raining. 
Yeah. It was raining. <laughs> there were like, the, I mean, it wasn't pouring or anything like that, but there were raindrops. Like, the drive there, the first hole, there were raindrops. But next thing you know, we get back to the clubhouse afterwards, or we get back to the cars before we head out, and um, all of us are like red raw. It was just... Yeah, look, on, on the sunburn thing, it wasn't great. But I tell you what, the whole golf day was absolutely fantastic. Like there was some beer sunk. Absolute oh. beer sunk. Mate, I had fucking hell of a vomit when I got home. <laughs> Did you actually have a vom? Yeah, like in bed. Didn't even make the toilet properly, so it was in the fucking floor of the... <laughs> Wait, is that the <laughs> toilet down there? Yeah, night time. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah. There was some beers drunk after golf as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 heaps of beers. Well, also, we were talking about like drinking on the course. Oh, no, 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 not that bad. Yeah. Oh, dude, I, yeah, I was smashing some like... I had some great northerns, and for those that know me, I don't like great northerns, but I like beer when I play golf. Had some great northerns and Asahi. Had about six beers on the course. But, um, yeah, look, score-wise, guys, tell you what, what did you get, James? Do you remember? I can't remember. I think it was we beat you by one or two, did we? Yeah, you did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, do you remember your score, mate? Uh, yes. So I had the heaviest anchor in golfing terms. I had Dan on my team. <laughs> um, we actually played some of the best golf, I think, of his uh, life and my life. To uh, get a nice, healthy 96. I know in Ambrose, not the best of scores. But look, both average golfers. I played some really good shots. Also had some really bad shots. And uh, Dan pulled out some shots that saved the day. And I, I was uh, cheering on, on a couple of times. And I was happy with it, yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. I thought it was funny that, you know, me and Josh, when we usually all go play and we play, you know, like, just stroke, we are always the top two by, like, a fair way. Mm. But then on Saturday... I think we came second last. Yeah, it all went bad for well, you mate, guys. Dead, dead set. We we played so bad on the weekend. Uh, it was there was one hole. It was like it was like one of the par fives, like right in the middle of the course. So like maybe the sixth or seventh. And um, I, I was into I was in a bunker just off to the right, opposite fairway, <laughs> and um, I tried to chip out of there. I got out, but I've towed it with like the the right hand side of my club, and it's rolled so far right, and and. <laughs> You know, Brad was down there watching the ball, like watching. He was looking at us up a hill. And he said all he saw after that was my club just <laughs> just, sent, just sent further than the, my ball went. Well. But, um, yeah, we had a cheeky 92 score, Josh yeah, and I. Yeah, you guys, are, like, you thought, we thought it was going to be the super team. Oh, they're going to win so easy. And, yeah. ah, you suck. We, I do, we were so bad. <laughs> the fact that me and Dan were four, four strokes off of you <laughs> is, is ridiculous. I don't know how many times me and Josh looked at each other and just said, who gives a fuck? Who <laughs> <laughs> we just blowing up? I love golf. I love golf. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, me and Philo sort of interchange good shots. Yeah. Every now and then he hits a bomb and you go, all right, sweet. <laughs> who, who, who did the scoring for your team? That's my question. Uh, I did, so. Okay, okay. It so was it's legit. almost it's legit. A <laughs> <laughs> couple of mulligans yeah. here and there. <laughs> uh, no mulligans, no mulligans. Well, any other scores we need to point out, boys? I think I think Jimmy and, um, and Luke got... Well, they got a 77 or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Or an 81, 83, something like what that. What was uh, Brad and Rob? Were they the winners? I'm oh, sorry. Brad and Rob got, yeah. a, got a 77, yeah. That's, uh, he's playing off, what, 14 or 14 something? 14 handicap, so, yeah. yeah. And Brad, Brad, he's an anchor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wanker, anchor, you name it. But <laughs> Happy birthday, Brad. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday, Brad. But, um, uh, yeah, God, there were some beers consumed was, later that night, was. wasn't there? That's, I can't remember our score. All I remember is going, oh, fuck yeah, we beat Lucas and Josh, and I've <laughs> just put the card away. <laughs> oh. Now, I've got a question for you blokes. Um, this, is, this, is gonna, this is the first time this information is coming out live on the podcast. The longest drive on hole 18. We, Brad, had an exploding ball, and he left, <laughs> he left an exploding what? ball up, up there. We watched, we, we left it there because James, uh, Jimmy and Luke were there next. Yeah. And we didn't see an explosion. We didn't hear anything. We wonder, we left it in the tee box. Like you had oh, to, geez. you had to have moved it <laughs> if you were teeing off. <laughs> Do you guys know of anyone? Has anyone mentioned anything about an exploding ball? No, no, no. Did someone pick it up and go, sweet, this is mine. Oh my God. They what I'm thinking of here is Luke, uh, Lukey has picked it up. <laughs> Put it in the bag for the new beauty. Next time he plays, bang. Imagine that, that first tee. Oh, right in front of the pro shop. <laughs> I, I, can, I can just see him just going, oh, that's a free ball. They're <laughs> <laughs> just diving for it. Well, that would be hilarious. Um, yeah. Well, who was the winner of the longest drive, though? Longest drive. Uh, look. Oh, it was Robbie, wasn't it? It was Rob, but... 
uh, with a close... Uh, uh, look, I had some of the best drives of my life that day, and I mm. hit literally everyone straight the whole day. I hit 280 metres, and it was just off to the left, not on the fairway. I find out after, yeah. like, people have told me I've won, I've won. And then I find out, guess what? The rules are, it's got to be on the fairway. Him, Robbie, 30 metres behind me or whatever. Uh, he was like <laughs> parallel with you. I, I, was, I was about eight metres behind you on the fairway, and I'm like, oh, sweet, I've hit a pretty good drive here. I was, I was on the road to the left. I had a stinker. But uh, no, I, I was fuming. Uh, yeah. And then it kind of goes into the, the next day of golf. I played golf two days in a row. Yeah. And um, I played some of the worst golf in my life, I would say. It's <laughs> down to fatigue factor. That's what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, going with. For and sure. it was a bit of a wind as well. But my drives, every drive, slice right, slice right, slice right. And then uh, the last, the 18th hole, it's, uh, I think it was par three, but I've, I've, it's, it's a longer par three. So I've got the, uh, the free wood out. And um, before that, actually, I got chased by a chicken. That was a bit of fun. Uh, chicken was just chasing me for some reason. Then I go to tee up, put my ball down. There's a bee on my ball. <laughs> a, a bee? And I was like, shit, if I hit this, this thing's going to bite me. For those who don't know, I'm allergic to insect bites, so it would have oh, fucked fuck, me I up. Know <laughs> it would have fucked me up pretty bad. It's not like hugely so, anaphylactic. <laughs> yeah. Let's test it. Let's test it. So I've gone from a chicken chasing to me into a bee on my ball. <laughs> and what then, about a beanie's bonnet? I go for the swing, like, I've, I've shooed the bee off, I've got, grabbed the ball, put it back down, go for my swing, hit the straightest drive of my of the whole day, so I'm like, maybe I just need a bit of scare tactics you to get me going. No, I, you just need some bees. I've leaded, landed like five metres off the green, and like, uh, I was pretty happy. I'll tell you what, that might be an idea, get some uh, golf bees. Um, yeah, golf bees. bees. You, you just have some bees, a beehive in your golf bag, just to but, get uh, on your ball and keep your drive straight. Yeah, moral of the story is this scare tactic, I think, got me to, to play straight. So. Well, there you go. A bit of sun Sunday golf for you, Brandon. What yeah, you no. Uh, that was uh, enough golf, though, for me. I can't do two days of golf in a row. Oh, that's yeah, rough. I'm sick of it for the next 10 days. <laughs> so, but, um, oh, here you go, Jeff. So let's talk about someone who can play golf. Yeah, that's, <laughs> why don't we, guys? Yeah. Now, um, Min Woo Lee, he's, he's the athlete, he's the golfer taking over social media at the moment. Now, um, I, I was never a big golf watcher. Uh, I'm still not a massive golf watcher. I watch the Australian Open and whatnot. But um, even just sitting there on social media, I would always see videos of this bloke Minwoo Lee come up for like the last 10 months. Now I'm so hooked on everything that bloke does. I'm so invested into Minwoo Lee. I want to get a pair of woozy pants like he's got. <laughs> I mean, what, what else can you say about him? He's he's so marketable. Um, super down to earth. He's... He's got, you know, he, he's great with the, with the fans, with the, so, well, like, once again, the social media aspect of it, he's absolutely nailed it to a T. Well, that's his market himself, well, but you're still going to play golf to get the eyes on you, and it, over the last couple of games, he's really done it. He's yeah. Well, now he got, got up to uh, 35th, I think, in the 30, world. Yeah, 35th, 33rd, yeah. something like that, yeah. Which is uh, pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, but he came third in the, uh, in the Australian Open in Sydney the other day. Um He's seeking to become the first player since Greg Chalmers in 2011 to win the Australian Open and the Fortnite Australian PGA in the same year. Um, but but I, I think the best part of it all is, you know, seeing the people there wearing their chef hats, <laughs> yelling at him to let him cook. Yeah, it, it's bringing a lot of uh, younger eyes onto the sport. Absolutely. As you were saying, yeah, yeah. You, you are you've never watched PGA golf until now. <laughs> now I'm just I'm, I'm even you know the whole Cam Smith craze of 12, 18 months ago. I wasn't massive then, um, but yeah, Minwoo Lee, he, that bloke's got me hooked. Hey, he's a weapon. We talked about it. Um, I think it was last week. I said I seen him in like a Cal Freezy video. It was like a celebrity, um, and they had the one PGA player. Yeah, and from then I I followed him on all socials. I'm like. This guy's fucking mad. Like, so down to earth, yeah. eh? Like, proper Aussie. I, yeah, that's the thing. I didn't realise he was Aussie until he started speaking. I'm like, oh, that fucking guy's a mad guy. <laughs> did, you, did you see? So I, I was showing my missus the other night uh, the video. He walks up to a bloke with him on his shirt. I think it's him on his shirt and it says, like, let him cook. <laughs> and, and she was not expecting his accent. And when yeah. he walks up to him and he goes, that's a mad shirt, mate. <laughs> like, just Aussie ass. Yeah, yeah, she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Holy fuck, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I also love that he can hit his um, 
nine iron as far as I can hit my driver. <laughs> Off pine needles. Off pine needles. How oh, ridiculous yeah, was no. that shot, eh? What a weapon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a proper freak. But, uh, um, it's all the balls. Um, the balls are getting they're getting rolled back. Yeah. Mm. I, I haven't actually looked into the details of that, but uh, at all. Yeah. No, <laughs> I. We should use some explosive balls, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for the uh, for that podcast oh, yeah. when when that eventually comes to it, because we'll get a message saying who the fuck put an explosive ball in my bag. Let's go. <laughs> so you, you thieving prat. <laughs> I'm now banned from such and such golf course. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, we'll head over. We've got an ad read coming up here. Now, this one uh, is brought to us by James. Ooh. All right. Uh, who, who would like to do this one? Jeez, I have a crack. All right. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Oh, it's Brandon. Brandon? Oh, I'm not throwing my hat in the ring, mate. You can go for it. <laughs> Has this been planned that you guys know? No, no, no. This, no, no. And it, this isn't a hit piece, so it's all right. I'll just hand you my phone. Okay, certainly, certainly. This week's podcast is brought to you by Rusty's Cubicle, the absolute pride of the Leagues Club at South Sydney. After you've been in once, you'll be protesting on the street to be let back in. So come on down to Rusty's Cubicle, and you too could be singing glory, glory through the whole experience. Jeez. Oh, mate. It was good because, you know, Lucas was barely getting fried. <laughs> he's, the, he's the best spoken person for, out of the whole bunch. The, the, the first word I saw was cubicle, and then for some reason I scanned to the bottom where it said glory, glory, and I'm going, I know where this is going. Uh, I, thought, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, but... it was pretty good. Are you coming up with these each week? Yeah. Oh, that's impressive. <laughs> We've got a creative writer here, guys, so if anyone needs any uh, creative writing needs, you know where to contact yeah, him. If you need any shit footy jokes, you know yeah. where to contact me. That's right. Well, uh, James, actually, I've just Ooh. sent you. Oh. We have an ad read from uh, one of our loyal fans, Moe. He's oh. <laughs> got one specifically for you, James. After the uh, the video we put up last week, um, it was ripping into the Broncos a little bit. So you got a bit salty. So, uh, James, uh, do this one with uh, the best of your ability. Yep. <laughs> this uh, Today's episode is brought to you by Parramatta Deserted Kitchens. <laughs> Bringing you both premiership droughts and kitchen appliances such as wooden spoons, all in their one-stop shop. Visit them today at Shop One Combank Stadium. Oh, beautiful! Look, I think you need some work. Yeah. Kitchen appliances such as wooden spoons—that's yeah. a bit of a miss. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I, I like the idea. Ooh. Let me workshop it, and I'll I'll make it better for next week. Yeah, well played, yeah, yeah. very well played. Good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> I love it. Love a bit of the ad reads. It's a great segment. It's it's fastly become my favourite segment. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Especially when something ridiculous like glory, glory, <laughs> <laughs> more kitchen appliances and wooden spoons. That's, that's an all-time classic. Oh, yeah. oh Jesus! All right, we'll um we'll move on. Uh, T20 cricket. Now, look, guys, the uh, the ODI World Cup was a few weeks ago, and Australia won, and that's all anyone cared about. But apparently the T20 is on between Australia and India. James, is there anything you need to say about this? Oh, mate, haven't you seen online the greatest revenge in cricket history? Oh. In The young Indian team has beat a weak Australian team in a T20 series that especially Australia didn't care about. And... India sort of cared about, but really didn't either because they've got their third-strength team in. Um, but <laughs> tell the fans online that. Yeah, that's the hard part. <laughs> but nah, to be fair to our Indian listeners, um, all of them, or two of them, um, <laughs> I have seen a lot of sarcastic and other fans <laughs> ripping on the Indian fans that think this is actual revenge and thinking that we care about this series at all. It's a useless bilateral series. But, um, boys, other than this shit T20, mm-hmm. you know what time it is? It's... Is it Prime Minister 11 time? <laughs> yeah, Prime Minister 11 time. It's a bit it's, of um, a it's now big... This, we're recording on the 6th of December. It's freshly summer. Summer of cricket is starting. this. Uh, so today, the Prime Minister 11. Yeah, I'm, I'm just interesting stuff. The next opening batsman is playing there. Which one will it be? Who knows? Yep, yep. Uh, Big Bash starts Thursday night. Yep, can't wait. I can't remember who plays exactly. Wait, tomorrow yet. night. Uh, yeah, yeah, tomorrow night. Oh, I know the I know the Sixers play Friday night. So uh, teams to look out for. You obviously can't go past the Scorchers looking to do the Penrith Panthers and go 
for the free Pete. Um, also, look out for the Renegades. They've mm-hmm. just got Quinton de Kock. Um, Ooh. I think they've got Nathan Lyon, Lyon Zampa. Um, Your boy Zampa. My boy Zampa. Sick Aaron Fitch is still playing for them. Like, they're pretty stacked. Yeah, it's a pretty stacked team, yeah. Um, our funder usually goes shit so, for the last couple of years. So. Thunder. <laughs> but um, then it's only next week, next Thursday, we start the first test, test match of the summer. Ooh. Good God, yeah, right. Yeah, it happens quick. That's... That's another reason why this T20 series was absolutely is it useless. Pakistan or Bangladesh? It's Pakistan first, isn't it? Because they're already uh, Pakistan here. Pakistan first, yeah. yeah. So um, it's Pakistan for free tests. Uh, that wraps up in Sydney for Dave Warner's farewell. We'll get to that in a second. Yep. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, then two matches against the West Indies. Again, that, that I'll watch, but they'll just be on. Yeah. But um, have you guys seen Mitch Johnson... Come into bowl like it was 13 14 ashes against his old teammate Dave Warner and his other old teammate George Bailey. No, no, I heard something about him uh, saying some uh, big comments. Does <laughs> he have a bad mustache? <laughs> no, nah, he's got a top knot, but oh, <laughs> but, um... oh no. <laughs> so he's wrote this um, absolute hit piece, and like the main point of it is a, is a point that. A lot of people agree on, like, and I'm also on the fence on it. Like, does Dave Warner deserve to ride off into the sunset in Sydney when he hasn't been in great form? And, like, we could be using these easier matches against Pakistan to blood in a new opener. So there's been a bit of discussion about that. <laughs> Mitch Johnson has come out and said, fuck no, he, he, he's out of form. Um... <laughs> He's not a hero. He was a part of the sand. He was a big part of Sandpaper Gate. He's absolutely teed off him. God damn. On this article, bowled an absolute beamer at his fat head. <laughs> Dude, I was waiting for you to show us a video of him literally bowling at bowling him. Bowling at him. Not just, not just like body lining him, dude. Oh. <laughs> and then he hits out at uh, George Bailey, the head selector, saying he's too close friends with him, out drinking with him all night, playing golf with him. Brings up the point that um, George uh, Bailey wasn't the one to um, sack Tim Payne. He said he was too close friends with him and he didn't want to. Like he, so he called him a coward for that. Jeez. Um, yeah, yeah, he really did a miss. Yeah, tell us how you feel, Not making many friends. <laughs> no, nah, so um, since then, um, he's been dropped by Triple M for the commentary. <laughs> well, that's uh, a bit harsh. Yeah. He's he just said it was a bit too personal. Yeah, if fair. he wrote this article all about does he deserve this? He's out of form. He could be letting another player get mm. this opportunity. Like the last time Water played against Pakistan, he scored three hundred runs. And Ricky Ponting has come out and said this is a worse bowling attack than what they put out last time. Yeah, right. He also has a top knot though, so I can yeah. see why he was like, "Go." He'll be, he'll be back to couch commentating now. <laughs> yeah, he might have to be. Uh, well, next week's guest. <laughs> next week's special guest. That's right. But uh, yes, it's been quite the quite the show over the last, and it's really only happened in the last three or four days. So um, yeah, that's that's the cricket wrap. There you go, Ooh, boys. Nice. There you go. Thank you for that, Jones. Johnson. <laughs> well, look, um, guys, guess the famous athlete. Look, usually this is Dan's segment, right? Or did we take it off him last week? Uh, we gave it back to him last week. Uh, I'm sorry, I who was gu- it? I did guess it. Who was it? Um, uh, Robbie Whitaker, I'm pretty sure. The Reaper. Oh, the Reaper. <laughs> the Reaper. <laughs> there you go. I guess that. Um, I just yeah asked for Australian UFC, ex-UFC champion. Straight away, no. Bang, there you go. <laughs> Bang. All right, guys. So... If I can get the timer out, that'd be fantastic. So we'll give you uh, give you 90 seconds on this one. Is it Greg Chalmers, the 2011 winner of the Australian Open? <laughs> Look, it, it certainly Holy isn't. Fuck. It certainly isn't. But um, where's the where's the old stopwatch? Here it is here. So we are going to go 90 seconds, guys. The uh, the old leechy guess the famous athlete. Time starts now. Man. Yes. <laughs> hey, I'm just spinning it all. No. Cricket. NBA. No. Jockey. No. UFC. No. Motorsport. Wait, what did you say earlier? NBA. Yes. NBA. We're in basketball, boys. 
Uh, I'm going to say something that I, that won't help me that much. East Conference. <laughs> no, not the Eastern Harry, Conference. Harry Too bad player. I don't know which teams are in which. Harry Player. Yes. Um, Lamello Cel- Ball. No. Celtics. No. Uh, Mavericks. No. <laughs> it's not going to be Lakers. No. Uh, OKC. Yes. Okay. Um, has he had any... Um, <laughs> any allegations, <laughs> allegations recently? <laughs> no. Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> I'm out. Um, ooh, uh, is it... Uh, what's the... Uh, fuck, there's a guy I know from OKC, but I can't remember his name. He's really good. He's really good. Kevin Durant? <laughs> no, mate. <laughs> He's like top five player in the NBA good right now. Oh, and has yeah. been for a year. Yeah, oh, shit. he's got he's got three names like it's it's a it's a three oh, first bit... name second name hyphen well, third name. Can you give us the first name? Shay. <laughs> Damn it! I, I, you talk... uh, yeah, no, nah. I've got. I'm, I have no idea. <laughs> Four seconds. <laughs> three seconds. Picked a sport that I just. Have... I'm gonna guess it's Shay from the. Uh, from <laughs> okay, okay, okay. If I if I could give you. The starting letter of the next name. Do you reckon you got a chance? I don't think I do. If you give me the first hyphen, I might get the last. Gilgis. Gilgis, no idea. I've never heard of him. Fucking hell. I get all my NBA through TikTok. Uh, so it's it's Shay Gilgis Alexander. Yeah. SGA. SGA. I was about to say that as well. Yeah, yeah mate. Time. I could tell. I could tell. Uh, if it wasn't Giddy, I don't know any other players. Yeah. Like, so. <laughs> it wasn't Josh Kitty. Josh Kitty. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, just kidding. Uh, uh, yeah, guys. It's, uh, Shay Gilgis Alexander. Um Top five playing the NBA for the last twelve months. Well, you got smooth, us smooth as butter. Got us. You got us. You got us. Let us I know did. if you want some any uh, NBA chat in the uh, old con- yeah, guys. NBA chat. I watch it religiously. Me, so. me and James will be able to really bounce ideas off you <laughs> <laughs> if you want. Yeah. Uh, who's this? Is this still good? <laughs> hey man, I saw the stats. He's yeah, um, somehow still all right. Michael Jordan still play? Yeah, but the, the current best player would probably be Nikola Jokic, who's a big, yeah, large yeah. Serbian man yeah. with a gut. See, I know who that is because he beat Australia. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah. But um, whoopsie, whoopsie. Live drop of the phone. Is it good? No, it's a mouse. <laughs> We're good. All right, boys. So, um, look, UFC Fight Night in Austin, Texas was on Sunday. Yeah, I don't know about you blokes, but uh, on we had a big, massive day on Saturday. Obviously, out near on all day. Um, Saturday night came around, and I said to the missus, I said, look, I'm going to put together these, like, two IKEA bookcase things that she bought in the morning. I said, I'm just going to sit in front of the TV while the UFC is on and do that. And I witnessed, you know, some of the craziest fights and finishes that I think I've ever seen. Gotta... Like, as a te- as a, like an over 10... I've been watching the UFC for, for 12 years since about 16, so... i got a question for you. How many times did you swear while putting these IKEA furniture <laughs> Look, you'd be, su- you'd be surprised. They weren't big bookshelves. At, at the start, I was so confused. But um, I got there in the end. It only took like four hours... <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> God damn. that's all that's but all yeah the the card as you said that was uh amazing <laughs> for a ufc fight night yeah mate, oh for a ufc fight night mate the the firstly the, the the first head slam ko that i saw old mate's gone for an armbar and he's dropped him on his temple on the side of his head i've seen that yeah. one and it, the, it made, the thud that it made was was insane. Out like a lot. Yeah, out like a light. Like, like, couldn't even raise his arms to defend himself. Just proper unconscious, right? And um, it might have been... Was it the next fight? Yeah. Was it the next fight? Yeah, so, but, yeah, back to back. Sorry. Back to back. So, it might have been the next fight. I'm, I'm actually confused now. <laughs> back to back. Proper confused. But anyway, the next fight... Old mate's in a triangle choke, and he's gone full Rampage Jackson in Pride bloody 20 years ago. He lifts him up and power bombs him and KOs him as well. I, I'm a, I've, not, I've not seen a live event where there's been a head, like a, a head slam knockout, and there was two on that card. What are the odds? I think there's been, yeah, like right there, there's been 14 slam knockouts in the history of the UFC. Mm, 14. Yes. <laughs> and two of them happened at the same show. That is ridiculous. In, in back-to-back fights. Yeah. 
Mate, Dana White would have been love and life, dude. He would have been like, how cool is this? They both would have got the 50K uh, bonus for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, Drakkar uh, Close was... Um, he was in a bit of strife because um, that Joe Selecki bloke was, is an awesome wrestler, awesome grappler. But, you know, he grabs the arm and then just, like we said, dropped him on his temple. It was... Um, you reckon yeah. there's uh, more chances now that people have seen these uh, these slam knockouts that people will try it even more? Well, it's a, that's the thing. It's like a catch-22 because you're told when you train jiu-jitsu, don't slam because if, if you don't come away with the KO... Yeah, you 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 launch yourself deeper into the choke, so yeah. it's you know it's 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 really hard to say if that can happen if they'll do that. But um, it's, a, it's almost an instinct thing where they're like, oh, I've got him right here. <laughs> yeah, and this this Zachary Reese bloke, um, massively hyped prospect in the UFC. I think he was seven and oh, seven finishes, uh, all in the first round and whatnot, like KO submission a mixture. Comes out to fight Cody Brundage. Now, Cody Brundage, he has a record of maybe 14 wins, 7 losses. So it's nothing, like, it's not a fantastic record. But it was in this Zachary Reese's hometown. Ooh. And the bloke got slammed. <laughs> and Brundage gets up. He's doing this to the fans, doing Where? these ones, mate. It was, yeah, it was insane. The disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> How about, um, I can't think of the name of the referee, but um, Bobby Bobby Green's almost dead, dude. Yeah. Did you that, see that, that Simpsons yeah. man. So that's dude. the only thing I saw of this um, fight night, and uh, it just popped up on TikTok of this um like that YouTube bloke. Yeah, 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 reacting to it. MMA guru, yeah. <laughs> Stop it, <laughs> dude. It was so bad. Like he was so obviously out cold. Yeah. And then the only thing that was moving his heads to make moving his hands to make it look like he was conscious. <laughs> Was when he was hitting him and they were doing this. <laughs> it was like Mario Yamasaki esque oh, in, in stoppage. That was uh, it was rough to see. Honestly, I don't know how the uh, referee could not jump in. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even see the post fight uh, press conference or post fight scrum that Dana White does. So I don't know what he said, but I could imagine there were some obscenities and and the word goof being thrown around here and there, <laughs> like Dana does. Uh, but yeah, the other. Greg's- the main fight was uh, a bit of a shock, uh, Darius. Yeah, oh, getting... dude, Benil. Poor Benny. He had been waiting so long to try and get any kind of hype like, around his name and uh, get a chance to win a title. <laughs> and here comes an Armenian bloke. <laughs> when I watched it initially, I thought that knee landed like flush on his chin, yeah. but he completely missed the knee, and it was a follow-up uh, left hand that just dropped him cold. I, th- I think... Um, Darius's chin's gone now, though. Like, I think Charles probably took what was left of it. Yeah. And the way he just crumbled after that one hit from Sarukian, you know. Might be, uh, could be the end for our boy Benny. Retirement or go to uh, another car, place like PFL. Or... PFL. PFL's calling. Sure that will. Yeah. Just go up and wait and fight this bloke called Francis. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Fight our main attraction, Jake Paul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Darius, as of yesterday, mm. dropped from... Uh, third in the rankings to seventh, Jesus. or it could have been third to sixth. Yeah, one one of the two. But yeah, he's dropped down a whole heap, and Sarukian's gone up to take his spot. That's tough. So um, yeah, the uh, the UFC rankings are all over the shop. So <laughs> like, I think Michael Chandler's still there, and he's not fought for over yeah. twelve months. It hasn't been the same since Connor, to be honest. Anyone can fight for the title. Yeah. If you're bloody 15th ranking, you might you don't even have to be ranked, and you can probably fight yeah. for the title, mate. I don't, I don't think Colby Covington has a win over a ranked fighter since 2018, yeah. which is five years. <laughs> and the blokes sat out for the last three years just demanding win, uh, demanding uh, a title Big fight. Fights, yeah. And, I mean, to be fair, I think he's, is it next weekend? Next yeah, Sunday? Yeah, no, I think there's still another UFC fight night, and then... Then after and that, then that yeah. one, yeah, I can't wait for that. Though. It'll be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it will, should be good. Should be good. Yeah. So, um, look fantastic. But we've got some listener questions here, boys. A couple, mate. The listeners are. Jeez, they're listening in, aren't they? <laughs> listening. <laughs> yeah. This one bloke, Matthew. <laughs> Am I reading this or are you reading this? Uh, I can. Yeah, I can uh, read it for you because uh, Lucas wasn't here last week. So we already gave our answers, and um, there were some good answers. Um, I don't know if you listened to them at all, but... Uh, sorry, gentlemen. <laughs> sorry. I was in Melbourne for work. I'm very oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. It was working. We called you up. You're playing golf, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I was playing golf. Yeah. <laughs> no, all good. All good. <laughs> but uh, we got a question from Kyle Haywood from last week. He said, what 
is your top five athletes in any sports? Current or all time? All time, mate. All time. That's what we went with, yeah. I, I had this chat with um with one of the blokes at work today, actually. We were talking about athletes and and I said that LeBron James is the greatest athlete to ever play any sport ever. Yep. I firmly think he is the greatest athlete. Did to he ever hit play. all of our lists? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's in the all first, three. Or just oh, like... I just saw, I didn't re- I even though I said number one to five, I didn't really have him in an order. Yeah, yeah, fair. I'm not having I'm not well, I mean he's my number one. Yeah. No no matter what, he's he's definitely my number one. Um top five athletes in any sports. We went uh NRL, we went soccer, a couple of yeah. yeah. I'm I I'm did... just I'm just trying to think because Do you know who I picked in NRL? Who? Nico Hines. I hope you didn't. No, for fuck's sake. There's a reason I didn't listen then. Well, look, yeah, so LeBron James is clear for me in, in number one. Um, I would say uh, Messi has got to be in there as well somewhere. Um, probably uh, Floyd Mayweather Floyd, as well. Yeah, that's a good shout. Yep, top five athletes. Um, Wayne Gretzky, the hockey like greatest yeah. hockey player of all time. I'm pretty sure like um they're like second, third and fourth best of all time hockey players. If you put all their careers together, I think they only just scrape Gretzky's career, so he's got to be like, you know, one of the greatest athletes there. Um and then I'm going to put in George St-Pierre. There Ooh, you go. George St-Pierre only ever had two losses uh, ever in his entire career. Avenged them both. The best welterweight champion of all time. Won the middleweight title after uh, suffering a bout of diverticulitis, shitting blood, uh, not being able to eat properly. Still made the weight, still beat Michael Bisping, and he is the greatest MMA fighter of all time as well. Well, I picked uh, John Jones, so... <laughs> and I yeah, said he well, was like, well, cocaine and then steroids, you know. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you, if you, don't, care, if you don't care about steroids, <laughs> then throw John Jones in your lose, list. Like, you know, didn't have to lose. Well, he lost. <laughs> yeah, well, mate, hey, hey, steroids are a hell of a drug, mate. Just ask John Jones. <laughs> You'd be <laughs> happy to hear what uh, Dan's athletes were. There was... Oh, can I guess? Um, Nightingale, um, Ben Hornby, <laughs> it was, Matt I'm Cooper. I'm pretty sure it's two NRL and two cricket. <laughs> so not even five. No, and yeah, no, LeBron James as well. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, to be fair, I had two cricket because I um, made the joke at the end. Uh, I went with and put in um, Travis Head. Travis <laughs> Head. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah. now, there's yeah. another question that I thought would be good for you to answer. And this one was from uh, Matty C. And he didn't have a uh, NRL question last week. He had two. I'm uh, so proud of one out for, for this week. Yep. But uh, he's asked if you had to represent Australia. In uh, the Olympics, we said any any sport. It doesn't have to be Olympics. But if you have to represent Australia in something, what would it be? Oh, shit talking. Shit talking. Oh, shit talking. Yeah. So does that mean like... Oh, wait, oh, oh, so it would have to be sport. an Olympic sport. More of a sport. Yeah, yeah so uh, James we, we went broader than Olympics, but you're still representing James, Australia in a sport. Said I went lawn, lawn bowls. I said chess. Dan said sumo wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, that's fair. Look, I'd say I'd say tennis. Tennis. I, I was yeah. on, I was on a pretty good path as a tennis player when I was younger, and um, thought uh, swimming would have got a, a shot. Nah, well, if I say swimming and Kyle Haywood hears me, he'll <laughs> he'll shake his number one, he'll yeah. shake his first place ribbon in front of my second place ribbon. So I can't be doing that. Rip you a new one. <laughs> yeah. Well played, Kyle. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so yeah, probably tennis for me. Yeah, nice. Long limbs. Long limbs, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I, I said Oztag to be a re- like the start, and then I said, you know what? If I actually studied chess when I was younger, like did the uh, all the moves, that sort of stuff, <laughs> no. I could have been anything. Could have yeah, been anything. If my nan had wheels, <laughs> she'd be a bike too. True, <laughs> this is true. Uh, but uh, I'll let you do the rest of the list of the questions if you want, mate. Uh, okay, this yeah, is for the group there. <laughs> um, this is a beauty. This is a beauty because this this question. Um, Look, it depends who you ask. It's going to be very, very interesting here. Boys, if you leave... if So if your mate leaves Grog at your house, is it your mate's Grog? Or is it yours now? Oh, I've got opinions on this. Okay, I want to hear yours. So if it's something like beer and you've only left one or two, that's mine now. Yep. Like, you're not coming back for one or two. And if you do come for a beer, you can just have some of mine. Yep. Um, spirits, I'll leave. They probably 
if it's a full bottle of spirits or like half a bottle, that probably gets them maybe a month. A month to claim that. Otherwise, you've probably forgot about it. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Um, uh, miscellaneous cans. Real, realistically, they're pretty much free game, but I should sort of leave them for anyone to grab when they come over for a drink because, um, like a ginger beer or anything like that. I might pinch one every now and then, but yeah, I think they're just free game for anyone. Um, fair play, mate. How about you, Brandon? What are you thinking here? Um, look, I'm pretty much of the same conclusion. It's uh, basically anything you leave is mine now, <laughs> unless I don't drink it, you can have it. <laughs> that's about that's where I stand. And right. also, thanks, Brad, for the question. You didn't. Uh, yeah. do, this is his first listener question. Shout out, Brad. You need another Thursday one next week, well. Brad. Thank you, mate. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I got to say. Um, well, look, I don't host many shindigs yet. Yeah. Um, but I know for sure, like, you know, when you blokes host or one of the other boys host, if, if I was to bring, you know, a, a six-pack of CC and I'd smash four, I'd, I'd probably leave two here, you know, j- mm. just in case there's a next time or if not, so be it. But I, I can clearly remember one time at your old place where I brought over, I think I brought over like, a, like 10 VBs. And I think I only had one or two. They would have stayed there. And then months later, (laughs) I decided to look in your fridge outside for a beer. And there were the VBs that I had over, you know, prior. But, um... Who drinks VBs, firstly? But, but yeah, look, I I think it it matters on what type of alcohol and how much is there. Like, if you bring over a case... Yeah, exactly. Like, I wouldn't... Like, when I said the beers, it's if you've only left a couple, it's like... You're yeah. not going to worry if, about if, that. If, if I've come over and I've brought a yeah. case of Carlton Dry or something and I smash 20, I'm walking out. Yeah. If I smash 18, I'm probably walking out. You're getting out. carried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting my car keys jiggling with them and going, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. But uh, look, it's, it's good to see that we're all of the uh, same opinion here. You know, a couple of good blokes. There's a couple of people out there who don't think that way. And uh, if, you know what I have to say to them? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> GTFO. Um, oh, geez. This is a cracking question. So how are we going to um, all four make one? Okay. So out of everyone you know, who would you put in your footy team? Now, firstly, are we going, okay, how are we doing this? We're going to pick one to 13? I don't think I know 13 people. Yeah, we could do that one to 13 and we can just go like, say one will pick the number one and then we'll just go like in ter- like round or okay. do we or do we collaborate on who is number one, who is number two, or do we go, you go number one, you go number two. When I mean, you say, are we going by positions? Yeah, positions. Okay. Are we going to go through like, just try to keep it relatively like the our high, core high school and stuff like that, mate. Look, uh, any any mate you can think of, I think it'll be yeah. uh, more funny. <laughs> I know, I know, you know, and also shout out Kyle for this question. Yeah, shout out Kyle once again, because you know who I, you know who I'm putting my hand up to place in fullback. Who's that? Kyle. Kyle. Do you remember? Do you remember playing down at? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Flanagan. We we're in Flanagan's yeah. footy team. And this bloke playing fullback, play, he plays soccer for a living, comes in a fullback, man of the match, man of the match, yeah. just smashes everything. I, I had him on my sting. Um, if we were going, um, yeah, probably on the sting both ways. Okay. If we're going, everyone we know, you can't go past uh, Oztag, mate. <laughs> Shannon. Oh, yeah, I suppose yeah, that no, yeah. yeah, okay, um, maybe he's a good... Sorry, few, Kyle. A few NRL games in the bag. Um, plenty of um, New South Wales and Queensland Cup games. Uh, any good. of them high school jerseys, though? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Has uh, he won any games for the Lamia Pirates? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a good shout yeah, yeah. for Shannon, fullback. Shannon okay. uh, Gallant is uh, number one, I would say. We yeah, that in. Shannon in fullback. Okay. <laughs> Winger, first uh, winger. I'll be Kyle happy to go Kyle Haywood. Haywood. Yeah. Kyle Haywood. Yeah. Yeah. Speed, <laughs> acceleration, agility. For sure. Yeah. Now, inside Kyle in the centres, in the in the first centre position. Josh Brescianini. Yeah, with Nano, you bro. reckon? He, he's a, a weapon. He was scouted by Penrith at one stage. Uh, yeah. Couldn't do that because of injuries, but... Mm. Um, and he went back to making pizza and pasta. Yeah. <laughs> he's got his own, like, yeah, he's got his own pasta place now. Yeah. It's, it's awesome for him. It's awesome. Big unit who can move quicker than, like, half the fucking like, small guys. He's proper guns. high-flying. <laughs> if I was against him, mate, I'd be so, so yeah. upset. I remember, like, um, like 
used to like kick a cross field to him and he would just jump over the like people and you go, wow, well, he's a freak. <laughs> Proper athlete. Freak. <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay. How about the other center? Who's in the, who's in the four jersey? My shout for it would be Brad. Yeah, Brad Ford as well. He's just good at hole running and, and just a strong bloke. Yeah, man. okay. <laughs> also good coverage really anywhere in the back line if there's an injury. Yep. Quite yep. useful. That's good fair. Hands, good hands as well. Uh, now in the five. Now, the five. What, what are you like seeing here in the other wing? I'm going to uh, shout uh, one of our couch commentators. I'm going to go... Dan. Dan. <laughs> Dan, Dan was a, a, a freak of nature in rugby league. He played wing a lot of games in wing, mate. Imagine you, right, coming up against a six foot five, 160 kilo bloke. <laughs> Bloke's going to run over you in a heartbeat. So yeah. I, I'm going to throw Dan on the wing, mate. On the okay, that's, that's fair. I was thinking more of the Farlow sort of thing there. Well, yeah. Farlow's a proper fucking athlete. <laughs> Farlow, I, I remember Jimmy playing on the wing in yeah. like, uh, like high school tag and stuff like that. Think, yeah. yeah, maybe follow on the wing, maybe like a semi rod rod bodybuild. Can't pass. <laughs> can run real quick, though. Oh, and can break tackles. Um, here's, this is the interesting position. It's yeah. the only one people really gives a shit about here. 5'8". Uh, mm. Are you putting your hand up, James? Or are you going to wait till the next oh, one? Nah, I probably won't put my hand up for the next two. Oh, wow. Um, I'll throw myself at 5'8". Okay, Brandon in the 5'8 <laughs> position. That's what I, I'd throw out. I don't think I'm any more of a halfback anymore. I don't like controlling the game. But okay, that's fair. That's I fair. like that. All right, Brandon in the 6. Uh, the 7. Who we got? Gilo. Best uh, on and off the ground. Yeah. Oh, he's best off ground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, he doesn't get best on ground he, too often. But yeah, yeah, not anymore at least. He's a good punter as well. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys go back a few weeks. Listen to that punting story. Bloke won me thousands. <laughs> All yeah, right, so I, Jai Lowe in the seven. Uh, so who's the yeah. first prop? We'll probably have to go the bloke yeah, under yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why doesn't he simply just eat the other prop? Yeah, well, look, I mean, that's definitely an option. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Now, nine. Who's Who we got in the nine? Is that be... Uh, well, I'll, take, I'll take nine. You'll yeah, take the I'll nine? Take nine. Yeah. Leachy's on the nine. There you, you go. Throw James in. He's, he's playing, playing there. He can, he's also versatile. So he could go start nine, go back to lock halfway through the game, yep. be yeah. a bit of a, a Cam Murray yep. kind of player. Oh, well. shit halfback as well. Yeah, so. Yeah. So, I, I'd <laughs> argue he's more of a uh, Wade Graham player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just great. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like he eats yeah. concrete and, you know, all that sort of thing. <laughs> now, who's in the 10? I, I wanted to throw out uh, one of my close mates, uh, Alexander Volkanovsky. Um, oh. I've, got a, I've got a photo of the bloke, yeah, and yeah. I know him very yeah, well. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> like, the one really gorilla himself, I think. Maybe at the, uh, what, 70 kilo range, he might be. It might struggle, but... Yeah. <laughs> give, us, give us 95 kilo Volk every day I still of the think week, he though. tackles every single forward that runs at him. Yeah, <laughs> without doubt. Nelson Asafa Solomona won't yeah. know what, what hit him. <laughs> Um, guys, it's getting into the back row. The 11. Row. I, think, I think we throw yeah, Lucas in. Yeah, oh, we yeah. have to find somewhere. we got to put him in. I think I'm better six wearing four, the 14. Maybe 6'3", six 6'4", six yeah, maybe even 6'5". Yeah. Long guys. arms. Yeah. Uh, and like, everyone knows a back row with dodgy shoulders. That's your Wade Graham run. I can chirp in a, in a scrum as well. So, you know, if you need something done, something said. <laughs> You know, balls grabbed. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a hopper. <laughs> How about the 12 boys? Who's in the 12? Ooh, my, who, who's my uh, other back? Rower. I think in, like, maybe a Joel. Maybe a... I like Joel for lock. For lock, Because he's got, yeah. a, got a bit of hands. He's got that bit of crafty AFB. So, like... But he's a bit shorter than a front rower, so... What about Matty C, the smiling assassin? <laughs> All right, let's go Joel second coach. Uh, I reckon Matty C goes into lock, like... And Matty he's like, um, lock. Yeah. um... He's not helping anyone, man. <laughs> he's on Brown from, um, Parramatta. Nathan, Nathan Brown. Brown. Yeah, yeah, that's Matty C. <laughs> just short and <laughs> runs straight flat out, gets right. smashed yeah. down by a rookie. <laughs> Yeah, he gets smashed by a rookie, gets back up and has another crack. Yeah, <laughs> Blows up when he gets smashed yeah. again. I like that. That's a team. So there you go. That's a pretty good team. Then, let's let's, let's uh, run through it. bench would just run uh, all the mates we didn't put in. Sorry, yeah. sorry about that sorry, one. boys. We had just be scoring us. I'll tell you right now, they've got about two minutes before my shoulder pops. So yeah. whoever's on the bench will come in for me. So yeah. let's run through 1 to 13 again. So we got Shannon. Yeah. Shannon. We got Kyle. Yep. Josh. Brad. Brad. Farlow. Yep. Brandon. Yep. Jai. Yep. Yep. Dan. Yep. Yourself. Yep. Uh, Alexander the Great. Alexander, Alexander, <laughs> Alexander Volkanovsky. <laughs> Myself. Um, Joel. 
And Maddie, Maddie C. C. There you go. And then the rest of the boys. <laughs> tell you what, in an extended squad. Yeah. Try to tell me that's not a wooden spoon level. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> let's, let's sign up for third div. And um, let's that's get, that will get slashed in third div. Mate, at least, like, we got some... about forwards. Oh, no, except for Dan Waste. Fucking close to 200. Yeah. That's some good shit talkers. And look, if I score a try, you know I'm bringing back the try Clear celebration. Yeah. <laughs> try July. Good team to have a beer with. Good team to have a beer oh, with. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'd be undefeated in, like, the afternoon beers. Yeah. <laughs> Struggle for work on Mondays. Yeah. yeah. All right, boys. Um, Got another one from Kyle. He's Ooh. bloody on it this week. So, oh. this is an interesting one. Oh, it's just the three, three of us this week. So, um... If you guys had to swap lives with anyone else here, anyone else on the panel, who would it be and why? I'm going to start with James. Ooh. Ooh. I could swap lives with Brandon and my life would be pretty similar other than <laughs> working at Bunnings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so I'd do that for convenience. <laughs> All right. Is that the reason? Just for convenience. It is what it is. How about you, Brandon? Now, look, I've put some thought into this. Like, obviously, I I only just saw it then, so I was like, oh. Obviously, you've got Lucas's life. He's married. He's got a house. He's handsome, good at talking. But I'm going, Dan, my man, I want to be six foot five, 160, looking down on people going, you short fucking loser. Oh, fuck. I want to walk in a room and have presents. Yeah, mate, I want to scare people with my sword. Because I'm a loco. I, I challenged with height, you know, short king over here. But, you know, imagine just walking around, just towering over people like, you are short. Well, yes, that's a good point. If, yeah. I, if I'm Brandon, I'm, I lose a couple of inches of height. I, I choose Lucas for that reason. Fuck. him out of it. Yeah. All right, fair, gentlemen. Now, um, look, um... I could, like, you know how you said you could go with Brandon and it'd be near the same. Yeah. I could go with either of you and, and it'd be the exact same. But I'm going to give you a rundown why. So, James and I had our wild years. Yeah. I mean, some are still in the wild years. But, you know, 18, 19, 20, we were, we were proper wild. Now, um, as you said, you know, I'm married and have a house now. But um, I'd probably swap lives with you james because i know you're pretty chaotic as well and love a fucking wild time and you know i, I still do too so don't take offense brandon he's a bit taller than you he's got a thick mullet too you're right and you could be like a little bit worse at golf not as bad as yeah. me golf, you know, still well, he, 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 he can absolutely talk the talk though that's the thing Good but stuff. Uh, i like that question that's a bloody yeah, that's question good. kyle well played mate might ask dan the the question next week maybe mm. I didn't like, at first. I didn't read the bottom bit of like on the pedal, and I'm like, yeah. "Oh crap, got to refig everything." <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, um, guys, because we have now uh, come to the end of the spring carnival, and we've just started the summer carnival in Queensland and WA. There's not a whole heap of horse racing to get through, but there is some. So last Saturday, the Group One Winter Bottom Stakes was run and won by Bjorn Baker trained horse Overpass. Now, um. I mean, we, we were saying, like, the whole week leading up to the run, um, he's he's just better than them. Yeah. He's flat out better than them. And I, I didn't listen to Bjorn Baker after the race or anything like that, but... Close personal friend. Yeah, close personal friend. <laughs> got a photo with him. You know, got a photo with Bjorn Baker. He said he'd come have a beer with us because he yeah. knew where the fun was. So. <laughs> but um, when Overpass turned the bend at Ascot and went about six... He went six wide. I thought, wow... He didn't handle that turn at all. And um, he still put him away, you know, just comfortably. wanted some space. <laughs> well, I think Josh Parr was the jockey said. He had so much more left to give. Like, yeah. he was just cruising. And he smashed them. So, massive win by overpass. Uh, Brandon, what did you think, mate? Uh, Leachy's lock, obviously. Uh, the only reason it wasn't your top tip is because I picked it first. <laughs> like, we both were all we over it. We should have doubled it. into yeah, it. Yeah, we're both all over it. It was just too good. Like, last race it had was the Everest, and it led most of the Everest mm. only to lose to a couple, like, of really good horses, obviously. Yeah. And then comes back down to this. Versing absolute nobodies. <laughs> no offense to all the other horses. No offense versus Australian <laughs> racing. But uh, yeah, you just, it, as you said, came a bit wide, but then just storms home. So it was uh, 
happy, happy punting. Happy punting. <laughs> James, you, uh, we all watched this at the uh, beer shed, didn't we? Yeah. So yeah. it was a great race. Uh, I liked it because it got me out of a small bit of trouble in the punt. That wasn't quite handy. Yep, yep. Just really got back what I had on my bet that just lost. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was uh, it was just did it easy. There's not much to say, is there? Yeah, mm. no, not at all. Not at all. Um, well, look, then we also had in Queensland, the George Moore Stakes was on. Uh, Zoo Style uh, is now a two-time winner of that race. He won it a few years ago, and uh, he led from pillar to post in this year's edition. Uh, Rothfire carrying the 61 kilos, very close to running him down. Another 50 metres he could have got there, but... Uh, look, the Tony Gollan train zoo style and his classic fashion just tries to run them into the ground, and he got away with it on Saturday. <laughs> so fair play to zoo style. This weekend, uh, we've got the northerly stakes in Western Australia as well. Um, now, this time last year, the Norley was won by the <laughs> uh, the queen of uh, Western Australia, Amelia's Jewel. Um, I'm still going to say it. The Queen. The Queen. <laughs> but, um, May have been dethroned lately, but... <laughs> yeah, it's been, hey, hey, mate. Hey, oh, oh, oh. Look, too soon, too soon. She had excuses. <laughs> now, uh, look, Zaki. Now, a few yeah. weeks ago, guys, after the champion stakes, I thought Zaki was going to be retired. I don't know if you guys mm. remember that. Do you remember yeah, what yeah. I thought he would be retired? Here he is going over to WA, bit of sun on his back. Um... Look, Zaki's the favourite. I think he's about $2.60, $2.70. Al Safina... Um, hasn't won this prep. A couple of close seconds. Uh, she's the second favourite at about seven dollars. But geez, this looks this looks like last Saturday all over again. Zaki, yeah. I know he's older. He's nine years old coming up to. Um, I just think he could be too good for them. Doesn't matter about his age. Swung, swung song. I think I think it will be. Yeah, I, I think it will be. Yeah, and then he'll retire to uh, some greener pastures. I thought like Zaki's still been performing. Pretty well in some of the previous races. Like I think a fourth when Jamie Carl was was on him. Yeah, that was a champion um, stakes last start. Yeah. Yeah, and then there was like some other good race. Like it's still performing. Obviously getting older, so it's not winning every like it was back. It's in not. The yeah, day. it's not six year old Zach um, anymore. But yeah, I think yeah. Again, as we've uh, pointed out, the field might get to its pants pulled down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. With well, J on board as well. Like well, that's on. right. J Mac. J Mac's in Hong Kong for the next month. Yeah. You see that? But he's flying. Going back to WA just to ride, ride Zaki, Zaki here, so it might be another win. sign that it could be, yeah, it could be a fun song for him. So, yeah. um, yeah, look, can, cannot wait to see, um, to see Zaki on on Saturday. I used to really dislike Zaki because I thought he was, I know it's hard to say dislike, but I hated the fans that love Zaki so much because they act like he was, you know, the the greatest thing. Speaking about you, Cody Thomas, <laughs> yeah, he loved him, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah loves a dollar eighty winner, but um. <laughs> And then Animo came around, and I fucking hate Animo fans even more. So um, I'm now a Zaki fan. Now a big fan. Lo- love the old boy Zaki, and I can hope that he pulls off a- another Group 1 in his fantastic career in Australia. So, yeah, how's that? How's that? Yeah, how's that? Now, got a bit of NRL talk as well. Um, David Fafita. He's, uh, he's been hit with an injury, boys. Um, yeah. James, what has he got, mate? Tori's Peck. Well, that's what three, four months. Uh, that's uh, miss like fourteen weeks or so. Like, yeah, it could be anywhere from like eleven to fourteen. Um, the NRL physio, um, that was his guess. So he could miss round one, well, and also obviously miss a lot of his preseason. So mm. yeah, it's a big hit for the Titans, um, who were looking like they've built a strong roster and got Des up there, but. Yeah, unlucky. Yeah, Spewin, that's their marquee man. He's a thick boy as well, so without a lot of preseason, might not be the uh, the best of yeah, uh, his strength is so important to him as well. Yeah. Like. Mm. Very mm. unlucky for him. So who, who, who slots in there? Who slots into the starting position Thermal there? Probably Thurma, both Thurma? Yeah, yeah, he was injured all, all of yeah. last season. Well, most of last season. So he And then I think they had back. Stimson playing. Yeah, Joe Stimson, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it makes it a bit weak, to be honest, but... Uh, Although Furball was good when he last played. 
Yeah, it's we'll been see. a while, so we'll see how that goes. I love how we're still talking about NRL, even when the NRL has been over for now. How yeah, we <laughs> predicted Origin teams. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> 2024 Origin teams. I was talking 2026. Uh, 2026, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picking Nico Hyde. Oh, the the Fayini brothers, 1 to 13. <laughs> and Fanua Blake in a Tigers jersey. There's got to be a Hopawadi going around that's like 17. Yeah, surely. <laughs> surely. Uh, guys. James Fisher-Harris has won the Golden Boot. What's the Golden Boot? That is the International Player of the Year. That's what that is. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, Marshall won heaps of these because he's a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Johnson's won one as well. Never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, but um, I mean, it. he's been one of the best props in the game for, mm. for years now. And if you heard, I'll, I'll remember the... It was a grand final. I forgot who it was that was commentating on um, on Fox Sports, but... During the game, they were talking about James Fisher-Harris as, you know, one of the greatest ever modern front rowers. He's just a just a gun. Mm. How do you guys feel about that? Three premierships in a row. Like, every team has to rock up and you go, we're playing Fisher-Harris and Moses Leona today. We've got to step up. And yet he always, almost always wins the battle. Yeah. Have you ever seen him lose a battle? A forward oh, battle? Not one that matters. Not one that matters, yeah. Like, for Only instance, like in like moments, they, they sort of lost the battle the week before the final, but then came out and dominated the final. Yeah. Similar things have happened with Parramatta in regular season, but whenever we played him in a semi, got smashed. Yeah. It's uh, actually, like, him winning the Golden Boots a bit more than, like, the normal, because usually forwards don't win that. Yeah, it's that, like a creative player yeah, or a spine player. Fullback. I saw some controversy of uh, Payne Haas getting a shout when he had only played like two games and one of them yeah, included losing was one by of the 30 nomi- points. Nominees. <laughs> Guess who else was a nominee? Ronaldo. <laughs> Which I was disappointed in. <laughs> that he didn't win. But, um, yeah, no, James Fisher-Harris is a beast. As you said, like, he doesn't really lose the bat- the overall battle too often. Like, obviously, Broncos won about how many minutes of a game, but yeah, they still suppose, came back yeah, the Broncos, and, like, yeah. stormed them back. And uh, That's the thing. They just grinded them away. And yeah. at the end of the day, who's their missing tackles tied at the end and who's yeah, storming home? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of, uh, like, Broncos and their forwards, do you reckon Carrigan goes into front row? I've heard... They've got a young front rower, don't they? That was is it mm. Palacio? Palacio? Yeah, I think so. But I've seen, yeah, something like him going into there. Just because obviously Flegler's gone. And uh, who goes in the thirteen then? Oh, I don't know. Do they have anyone? That's, yeah, <laughs> Billy Walters. They'll regen a new forward. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, Palacio, I think went to Titan. Sorry, mm. Palacio. I reckon we get Matty C and we'll fly him over to the Broncos. He's our lock for the, the yeah, couch he's commentators. He's our lock for their lock. Yeah. We, did we call up a team name for it? We'll call it the couch commentators all stars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, good, good chat. NRL. Love that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> not, not a whole heap this week, but look, it's, it's enough. It is enough. Yeah, for now. All right, guys. So the couch commentators best bets. Uh, this is a live edition this week, except Ooh. for Dan. Uh, Lucas's top tip, guys. I am going to Morfittville on Saturday. I'm going to race one number three, Dancing Storm. Uh, so it's a two-year-old maiden. Very difficult to pick, I know, but I'm going to stick with the uh, the Richard and Jolly trained Dancing Storm, ridden by the top SA jockey Jake Toroke. Currently paying about two dollars eighty. So that will be my pick. Once again, that is Morfittville race one number three, Dancing Storm. Leachy's nice. lock. What do you got for us, mate? Well, look, I'm uh, chasing back-to-back glory here. And uh, last week, picking overpass. This week, I've gone for another big name. We already talked about it earlier in the podcast. It is race eight at Ascot. It's the Norvelly Stakes. It is our boy, Zaki. Hopefully going for a swan song. J-Mac on board. Surely too good. At the moment, you can get it at $2.60. So, I mean, jump on that. Easy Juicy. money. Gamble responsibly. James, what do you got, sir? Um, firstly, how about us just fucking given bread and win? So overpass into Zaki? <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah, I know. If, oh, no. if you're into it, like you're onto it quick, mate, you just gotta multi them up. So this week I'll be going Sydney Race Five. Where's that Rose Hill this uh, Randwick this week. Randwick race five. 
We are going number six, Deep Joy. Um, second start. It's first start at one in a 900 meter race. This is a thousand. It looked like it was coming ho coming home with more more in the tank. So um, yeah. Hopefully we gets its second win. It's paying six dollars fifty. So juicy. Um, yeah. I I might go a little bit each way to just save my money, but um, who knows. Spot on, mate. Uh, then we've got Dan over there. Yep. Dan, what has he got, mate? Dan's going to have to go in with a video this week, which is good. <laughs> All right, punters. For this week's dancing, we're going around with race seven. Number two, Detonator Jack. It's paying $4.80. I expect it to detonate out of the fucking barriers and just go flying home. Get on it. Gamble responsibly. And happy punting. Uh, we'll come at you with our couch commentators horse racing um, multi which will be posted later in the week. Um, anything else to add, boys? Nah. Cool. Not, so just um, one thing to add. Oh, my God. She scared the fucking <laughs> shit out of me. Uh, we have Ashley. Yeah. Ashley. First time on the podcast. <laughs> All right, guys. So one thing to add. This Sunday um, afternoon, Sha Tin Racing is on. It is the Hong Kong International Race Meet where some of the best horses from around the world, Japan, Hong Kong, Europe, uh, they all obviously travel to Sha Tin and take on the races, the Hong Kong Sprint, the Hong Kong Mile, Hong Kong Cup, and the Hong Kong Vars. We will be doing some uh, videos on that day reacting to the big four Group 1 races. Uh, so stay tuned for those. We'll be active on social media on that day as well with some tips and whatnot for the race day. Uh, so make sure you don't miss us there, guys. But other than that, that's pretty much it, right? Another yep. good one. Beautiful, you guys. Make sure, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and follow our social media's handle, which will pop up somewhere here. Take care.